0: Religious Sanity, episode 28, and yes. here I am, and what do you want to know, Peter? Well, Pastor Andrew,
1: in episode 7, people can yeah, remember that, back, and if they can't, they can it. go back to it. Yeah. Uh, that was the one I think we called, um, uh, I am the chosen one. Oh, it was about the messianism yes. in our current president, yes. yes. And you touched on something there that I would really like... You to expand on uh-huh if you yeah.
0: can yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and that's the idea of at that time trump made jerusalem the oh. capital
0: yes yeah
1: of israel
0: yes yeah yeah.
1: and uh this caused a lot of uh uh, uh shockwaves I don't, I don't know what was the, what's the right word this caused a lot of um uh frustrations uh mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of people were very happy about this too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
0: uh what well, what what is more interesting and important is uh, that they used uh, um, religion or biblical testimony as a justification for it. Yes. You know, or as as uh, uh, under building of that and that's you know, argument. that's what I want uh, you to yeah. talk about. Yeah, because uh, frankly. Um, That is very, very bizarre approach, you know. And I I don't want to go into uh, serious politics here. Right. But addressing it from the area of my uh, academic training in in Near Eastern uh, history and uh, archaeology and uh, theology. And that is clearly uh, Bologna. I cannot call it differently, you know the that, that, that argument which uh, uh, evangelicals and fundamentalists of all different stripes uh including uh some in a state of Israel, are using you know to justify their right for the so-called promised land or I'm here using the mm-hmm. biblical terminology uh, uh, for the state of Israel is simply crazy hmm. uh, you, you know if, if you use this logic uh, then uh, the whole world would be mess. Uh, because from my own personal or national history you know i was born czech uh, there were times when uh, uh, john of luxembourg was king of bohemia Mm-hmm. Or, or Czech kingdom. And, you know, based upon this kind of logic, uh, Czechs should rule over Luxembourg, you mm-hmm. know, or, uh, because the capital of, of that kingdom or the, the was, was Prague. Mm. Or Charles IV, his son, was a holy Roman emperor with, ruling from Prague. Mm-hmm. And that in covered the whole current Germany, you, you know. So you can say the capital of the Germany and Czech lands yeah. is Prague, you know. Or it, it's it's yeah. it's just insane, yeah, yeah. You, you know. And and this is still not that long ago. We are yeah. in 14th century and, and early 15th century. So, uh, you, you you know. The, here we are dealing with something which is like uh, 2000 3000 years old even more yeah yeah you no know, it's 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 just uh, absolutely insane yeah uh, and uh, so that's one thing uh you, you, you know you cannot use uh Ancient ownership of something, or even medieval ownership of something, as as a legitimization for the current uh, uh, demands, mm-hmm. uh, that that is just absolutely insane. Uh, and then you know, going uh, to the area which uh, I find interesting is that Jerusalem or Yerushalayim or Ur-Shalayim, different names, uh, was factually hardly ever a capital of Israel. Or not at all capital of Israel. Let me put it this way, because Israel was, uh, kingdom of Israel was the name for the northern kingdom. Mm. And uh, that was... uh, you know during the divided kingdom you know as it is described in the bible and we'll return to that uh, later on uh, perhaps if we have time but uh, the northern kingdom uh, of divided kingdoms uh, founded by omri king omri and and his son ahab or ahab uh, it was uh, uh was called uh, kingdom of Israel and its capital was Samaria around Mount Gerizim. And so you, you know in strictly speaking, uh Jerusalem had never been uh capital of Israel because Israel was completely different uh entity. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: Jerusalem was if you want uh, capital of uh, Judah or Yehud, kingdom of Yehud. And that was much smaller, uh, almost like a younger sibling uh, entity towards uh, this Mm. kingdom of Israel uh, in the north. So this is just uh, this complete mess in in, uh, terminology and naming it. So uh, this is
1: like this is like fake news ancient
0: style. Yes, or complete m- mismatch. Yeah. Uh, you, you know. Uh, so and and they are using the argument of uh, now we can go into a little bit more uh, biblical stuff. Uh, they are using the argument of the unified kingdom, so called. You know, or the kingdom of uh, David and uh, his son Solomon. And that is uh, even more bizarre argument because, uh, you know, you ask uh, historians these days uh, were they of their salt uh, or uh, archaeologists and and so on and they would tell you that uh, this is a legend. Hmm. It it has hardly any kind of... uh, uh, foundation in the real history. Hmm. Uh, It's it's a biblical legend. And um, because in the time where Davidic Kingdom should be projected to there was a small village there. Maybe 1200 people hardly any walls around that uh probably an religiously important uh hill overlooking it uh but a very very small place definitely not a seat for an a kingdom described in the bible uh, uh i i cannot go into any details why that was uh or theories, you know, you know why, why that uh, might be the case uh, that they wanted to create this legend and, and so mm. on. But uh, archaeology and, and history is showing us that uh, this uh, unified kingdom uh, existed only in literature, mm. uh, not really in uh, any historical sense uh, in reality. Mm. It would be similar, like arguing uh, for ownership of land by uh, King Arthur. I was going to say,
1: or the, or the Emerald Forest, or something like that. Yeah, it's, it
0: it it, <laughs> it 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 simply does not work that way. You know, you know, there might be a, some grain of historicity with these figures you know I'm not excluding it completely but but very little and completely different than it is being described in the bible Uh, it's a marvelous piece of literature Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say as christian theologian inspired Mm -hmm. deeply inspired and showing us uh, offering us uh, deep insights uh, into uh, human psyche, uh, our relationship uh, between humans, uh, our relationship to God, uh, how power can corrupt, David would be a marvelous example of it. Uh, but uh, in, in reality, you know, using this as an historical document is just completely mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and among most of the scholars that's granted you know only the people who don't pay attention uh, or some fundamentalists uh, would would use that as an argument uh, uh but it's 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 old and it's it's simply not true so why would they want to do this right now so for for state of israel i think or for most of the people in the state of israel uh, jerusalem was always a focal point uh, of of their national aspirations simply based upon again these biblical legends but as i said uh Uh, You you know, uh, Jerusalem was never really a capital of Israel because those are two different entities. But even within the kingdom of Judah or Yehud, uh, it it is questionable because what we are dealing here in in the biblical testimony or the biblical account of of those events there, that's mostly uh, aimed ideologically uh, religiously and and so on it's not trying to describe the history or you know it it has its own slate to it you know or twist uh, uh, so you, you, you know for instance uh, we know that uh, before the babylonian captivity uh, judean kingdom uh, had several much larger cities than jerusalem and when uh, when assyrian king sankerib came to punish rebellion there he first uh, he first went to one of those major cities lakish and put a siege on it and and conquered it and only afterwards he, he marched his army to to besiege jerusalem and uh, uh, then uh, had to withdraw from there for and you know bible has this uh, explanation of of uh uh epidemic uh, or something like that there might be some other reasons uh, of of uh, rebellion at home or, or something like that but um uh, that, that tells you that Lachish was actually true power center. Mm. Jerusalem was an, uh, maybe a religious center out there in the mountains. Um, but, you know, it's being portrayed for that period as a capital of uh, uh, Judea, you know, Judean kingdom. But... Uh, um, You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. As I said, they were much larger cities and and clearly more powerful. And when you, for instance, compare the uh, number of uh, special taxation seals, clay seals, which were on on amphoras, you know, like uh, declaring things to belong to king, Mm -hmm. you find many more around Lachish Mm. than around Jerusalem, mm-hmm. you know, when you take statistically, yeah. you know, where these uh, taxation, you know, belonging to king, yeah. you know, and when you look at it, uh, these seals of ownership, many more are around Laish or in Laish mm. than in Jerusalem. So that tells you that clearly even the royal economy, was centered around that mm. town rather than uh, around jerusalem you know so that, that that's a, that's another uh, example and uh you know maccabeans made uh, jerusalem their seat. you know maccabean uh judean kingdom again judean kingdom under, Maccab- uh, uh, under maccabees uh hasmonean uh, kingdom uh it was uh uh, was centered in Jerusalem, and then Herod the Great, uh, Roman client king, uh, made the seat of his kingdom Jerusalem, and you know started to rebuild the temple, and we mm-hmm. have the, the stories of it in New Testament, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly after he died the the kingdom was divided among his sons and that was the end of it you know and and even the romans when they uh, administered uh, judea or or palestine uh, they did that from uh, caesarea maritana you know caesarea on the sea uh, on mediterranean sea so that was the capital during the roman time Mm. you know even during jesus's time you know we know that Pilate came from caesarea to to be present uh, during that uh, highly charged period of uh, holidays mm-hmm. where the jerusalem was full of uh, pilgrims mm-hmm. you know to make sure that, that there is not uh, any major uprising or something like that uh-huh. you know that that, that was probably a custom for Roman administrators to come there and and oversee it, to be personally present. But generally, the seat of government, even during that time, was Caesarea. So, uh, again, you know, not Jerusalem. Jerusalem is important religiously, but it's definitely not uh, per se capital of Israel. If capital, then capital of Herodian kingdom, maybe, (laughs) uh, or capital of Yehud Mm -hmm. or Judea under Hasmoneans, Maccabees uh, and their, you know, successors. Uh, And and that's about it, you know, uh, United Kingdom under David and Solomon. That's a legend. And so here we are, you know, Jerusalem is uh, at least... uh, based upon United Nations uh, documents, uh, a shared city and should be a shared city. You know, and uh, just uh, abandoning of these uh, agreements and uh, declarations of United Nations is highly worrisome and is worrisome for, for, for many people around the world. Well, that, that's, we should say that in case people don't know, that there are the three religions have mm-hmm.
1: their designated uh, 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 very specific. Uh, they, they have
0: quarters in old Jerusalem, yeah. Uh, but uh, and you, you know, for for centuries and centuries, they shared uh, the space, yeah, uh, and divided it somehow. And uh, I, I'm not expert in that. I'm yeah. uh, you, you know more uh, interested in in that uh, how these ancient legends through crazy fundamentalism became a swaying power in modern politics and that yeah. just is is just unbelievable it's religious insanity yeah that's religio insanity yes yeah. yeah and yeah you know where we started our discussion that uh, you know, it, it, it is insanity to use a document which is like uh, slightly more than 2,000 years old. In in this respect, I am uh, uh, like biblical, historical minimalist. Right, right, you know, right. So right. For, for for me, I think it is quite late, mm-hmm. you know, that it was a uh, uh, final form it got uh, in, in Hellenistic times or somewhere there, you know, uh, under the influence of, of greek culture mm. which you can see through and through uh, mm. to begin with you know i i studied and that's my phd ugaritic uh, literature religious literature and they have legends there also about their kings but interestingly those legends are in uh they are eposes and uh, they are in a poetry mm. And that makes it really like, uh, and you know, they were written on clay tablets, which uh, were lost, and we can date them simply by archaeology. So we know that those eposes, uh were written before uh, the end of 13 and the beginning of 12th century, before Common Era. Okay, and so we have like an clear benchmark dating Mm -hmm. you know these were probably written before it was uh, destroyed uh, and we don't know how much uh, earlier but and interestingly these are eposes. that means they are poetry Mm -hmm. and and i was for quite a while always puzzled you know how come that uh, all these uh, so-called historical books you know about the kings and and so on how come that they are written in prose you're talking about the ones that came later uh, the, in 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 the bible right the bible, they, yeah, are, they, are, ones, they are written yeah. in prose you right. know prophets like isaiah and, and so yeah. on they are in poetry hmm. but here you have the samuels and kings and judges and and you know yeah and and they are written in prose how come yeah because, uh, <laughs> because if, if it was that old, it should be in poetry. Right. And it is not. Oh, so that that's an indication and that it is. And that's not that for old. me indication yeah. that it is not at all because uh, history started to be written as prose with Herodotus. Ah. You know, or before it was mostly or predominantly poetry. Mm-hmm. Even Homer is poetry yeah, right, still, right. you know, and so, uh, and then there is a time when, when it suddenly, you know, probably with wider use of writing, mm-hmm. because oral tradition kind of requires to have it as a poetry. Yeah. While when you start, really, the, the writing becomes more common and well-established in the society, then uh yeah you, you know it you shifts. you start to have yeah. an prose uh narratives of histories and and so on and and so uh that that tells me that uh you, you know the, the the way the biblical historical books are normally dated you, you know it's it's just completely wrong mm. mm-hmm. and uh and there are many other signs of that, you know, because the, you have anachronisms there, you, you know, like uh, uh, patriarchal stories uh, where you have camels, you know, which were not, they they were not around no. at, at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, like a projection mm-hmm. uh, of of uh, camel caravans, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 so on and so forth. Uh, abu- uh, abuse or uh, use of names which are clearly taken from much later times, and, and so on and so forth, mm. you know. So uh, there, there are uh, many different indications. Of course, it does not necessarily mean that they are not, again, you, you know, the building blocks, some of it being really, really old. Yeah. But the, the final writing, uh, author writing and editing uh, came much later. So it'll be like two thousand five hundred two thousand three hundred years old now, yeah. but it is so still crazy old mm-hmm. that using it as an uh- cl- reason to claim uh a city say is is just silly. yeah in, almost impossible as as I use that. Similarity for uh, European yeah. Uh, history, yeah, and and how different parts uh, of Europe changed hands, especially among the royal houses, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you know, here in America, we are living on a Native American land. You know, mm-hmm. what do you want to do with yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, give it you got uh, g- you know, you know and, and slave trade you know right you, you know that, that's the other big stain on the history but the, you know how can it be undone yeah it it, it it's it's impossible yeah it, it 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 needs to be reflected it needs to be understood it i think needs to be also Somehow repaired, mm-hmm. and there is a reason for that. But, yeah. uh, well, I think it's good to just say mm-hmm. that
1: you are speaking strictly from a historical perspective, yes, without any leaning toward any politics in this. And if anybody yes. has been triggered in any way uh, about this discussion or they feel like they want to, you know, defend some kind of decision. Yeah. You're you're not you're not speaking in in any way oh, toward that.
0: I, I I'm speaking against religio insanity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, using religious texts for the purposes uh, they should not be used. Yes. And uh, and using them uh, for political ends these days and that's exactly i i want to stay away from politics i know that it is almost impossible yeah but uh, what i want to is to take religion out of it yeah or those beloved religious texts yeah you know you can make argument uh, just look uh, when Legendary David took Jerusalem. He took it by force, but interestingly, he actually purchased that uh Temple Mount. Mm. So, uh city itself and there is you know as I said, uh, it was a village it was taken by force. Legendarily through uh the tunnels, waterworks uh Mostly described in the terms, uh, mythical terms, like going through the underworld. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, Dave's taking of Jerusalem now in quotation city, Jerusalem village. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but then when he is uh, trying to get that religious place, he is buying it. Her. You know, and and that is for me also, that can be actually more applicable use of of these legends. Reminding us, you know, you don't take religious places by force. As there were attempts to take uh, Temple Mount by force. No, you know, if then do it like David did, you Mm -hmm. know, legendary David did by purchasing it. Try to. Yeah. You know, uh, so you know that that's one thing which is coming to my mind yeah. you know about yeah. this and uh, you know that I'm not making it up uh, you know uh, from from archaeology, for instance, we uh, you know that in El Amarna correspondence that's one of the earliest uh, uh, mentions of uh, urulaim. Uh, or Jerusalem, uh, there is this administrator, uh, Egyptian uh, strongman there, uh, administrating Yerushalayim. Uh, uh, and uh, his name is Abdi Heba, or Abdi Heba. And, uh, you know, he is begging uh, Pharaoh to, to send him uh, enforcements. Uh, to, to protect your uh, Jerusalem a little better, Urushalim mm-hmm. a little better, because he has some kind of um, skirmishes with, with his neighbors or something like that, and, and uh, you know he is asking for a, a contingent, contingent of, of Egyptian soldiers, mm-hmm. you know, and there are like a dozen of them. That tells you, you know, what (laughs) we are talking about (laughs) uh, uh, about the sizes, you know, what we are discussing. Uh, So this is 14th century before common era. The El Amarna literature, Akhenaten. Uh, yeah, you know, the, his diplomatic correspondence with the whole Middle East. And there are like three or four uh, letters from uh, Jerusalem. Hmm. That tells you, you know, it was uh, a known place uh, yeah. administered by Egyptians. Uh, they were interested in it. But, you know, there are many more uh, letters uh, from many other places. Uh, hmm. This was not the... Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the center of the world or whatever. Uh, and 12 soldiers were the, the requested uh, uh, enforcements, yeah. kind of, you know, so uh, here we go. That uh, you know, an
1: indication, uh, the, the, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, so at the time that was really, you know, hardly paved roads, you know, I would yes. say, <laughs> you, you know, and uh, so. Well, thank you for bringing this to us today. Thank you for having me. You know, and uh, let us hope that uh, religio sanity will have upper hand over this kind of religio insanity.
1: Let us hope. Amen. <laughs>